Hello there, folks, and welcome back to Almost Said Grave Consequences. No. That's not the show. This is Eddie and Caleb's Hero Cast. I am Caleb B. That's where you can follow me on Twitter. Follow Eddie at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at EC underscore hero. Instagram is EC HeroCast. Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. This is episode 49. We are reviewing X-Men. We are a couple of mute. We are a mutant podcast duo, yes. and for the this is officially the second episode we have done in person. We just did Hardly Heroes about twenty minutes ago, mm-hmm. and uh, we are live once again. I am again maybe three to five feet away from Eddie right now. Yeah, this was uh, this is our first. I mean. Hardly Heroes was the first thing we recorded, but this is the first of the normal episodes that we recorded in person. Mm-hmm. Felt that we needed, at least I did, yep. felt that we needed a, a big episode to do for our first in-person uh, podcast of the E. And C, well, I almost said E and C. That was our working title for a while. <laughs> Eddie and Caleb Hero Cast. Yep. Uh, so there we go with X-Men. And I guess we'll start off with this. Whenever we do a big property, gotta ask, what is your history with the property itself? Not so much the movie. So with the property itself, the X-Men cartoon, I remember my mom bought me like a DVD of the X-Men cartoon, and I watched the crap out of that as a kid. And I remember also watching the first X-Men movie again. As a young kid, I was five going on six when it came out. Uh, I didn't have the patience for it because, again, five-year-old going on six. But upon uh, rewatch, really damn enjoyable. And such, honestly, maybe the easiest watch of the movies that we've done. Yeah, I got – I'll try and keep it condensed because I know you got a DoorDash order. I do. I do. I I promptly ordered a DoorDash to a – local pizza joint here in Jacksonville. Yes, I'm going to go pick it up because... He wants to get out of the room. Yeah, well, no, I just... Um, well, nobody cares why. <laughs> um, I don't like paying delivery fees. Mm. But anyway, so history with X-Men. My God. Um, I'll keep it concise, but it started... I mean, I, I don't remember my first time watching it or anything, but... I just was a kid. I loved it. I watched the pilot thing of Pride of X-Men, which was a not good cartoon, but it did spawn a very excellent arcade game. And I always said if I was ever like well off and had a uh, game room, I would want a few arcade cabinets. That would be one of them. Um, You can go to most barcades. We'll probably have it. It's great. And, uh, yeah, it's based off of that with, like, Australian Wolverine, which is weird. But um, the game is fun. But anyway, uh, so the, the the actual cartoon I watched, I loved it. I thought it was way ahead of its time uh, to deal with. And it still holds up. I would really encourage anyone on Disney Plus to watch it. The last season is a little rough. But early on, it's really, really good. I'm reading the book on it right now. It is, oh yes, previously on X Men by the people who created the show, um, Eric and Julie Leewald. So I'm enjoying that. I just started it, but I learned something interesting in it. So for wrestling fans, this my most casual fans are not going is not going to know this name, but one of the people, the lady that wanted the this project to go down so bad because she had a lot of faith in this because they were trying to launch Fox Kids. Was it Bonnie Hammer? No. Okay. Close. Um, you got the right idea. But so this this lady, she was like, I, we got to get this on air. I just know it. And she asked the time at the time, like the director of the Fox Kids thing was like, would you stake your job on this show being successful? Which is kind of a dick move, I thought. But she said yes. And that person's name who said that was Jamie Kellner, 
who also killed WCW. Yes, I heard that name before, yeah. Uh, Not that WCW didn't deserve to be killed, because it did, but he was in charge in 2001 of Turner Sports, Mm -hmm. and back in the early 90s, he worked at Fox Kids. So I'm reading that, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. It's like like I'm reading about a LinkedIn profile. So that's, that's one you wouldn't know, like, unless you've read the death of WCW. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of a it's, it's a, a name. Cut. Yeah, it's a deep cut. But he is the guy who ultimately decided this show doesn't work anymore. And he was right. Yeah. But um, so anyway, that was interesting. I was really I was blown away by that. Like that was something I didn't know. And I'll bet you didn't know either. I was not aware. I'm talking to the listeners, but yes. yeah, well, they, they, didn't they, they didn't know either. They didn't no know one either. knew. Yeah. I bet I could drop this on a few message boards that do nerdy <laughs> stuff like wrestling. In fact, I might do that and see how many people actually know. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so that was the thing. I, you know, the comics, the toys, I was into all that. You know, I, we've talked about WandaVision. I said not super into it or not I'm into it, but not uh, knowledgeable of it. They bust out an X-Men show on Disney Plus, which I think it would work better than a movie. I would, uh, I would probably know a whole lot more on that than a lot of people. But so I'm excited to finally get started on X Men. Yeah. So that's my history with it. It's extensive. I still have a lot of the figures even on display in my house mm-hmm. right now. So there you go. Oh man, I am kind of glad Floyd's not here because Floyd was hammering me about how Harry Potter should be classified. As a superhero, this is a discussion we had in the group. Yeah. Uh, me and you both agree, and it's, ultimately it's our show, so we're not doing those eight movies. Look, I like them. It's, yeah. not, it's not that I don't like them, but yeah. it, it – and, and he has some interesting points like, yeah. well, this does fit the criteria kind of this way. But if you consider Doctor Strange and et cetera. Yeah, yeah, but my thing – I went back to the decision that the – I think it was the um, – Suburban Commando, I believe. Well, no, it's like you could go down a rabbit hole and it's like, you know, I really thought about He-Man with Dolph Lundgren. It's a bad movie, but I would have had a lot of fun talking about the action figures and the cartoon, which I love. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, well, then you Conan would fall under that. And it's like and then Beastmaster and then Suburban and then you're all the way down to Suburban Commando. And it's like, uh, that's just that would be too much. And we I don't think those would be very popular episodes and all this. Plus, it goes back to. I think it was the, I don't know if it's the Supreme Court or Congress or whoever, but they were debating about like what is obscene, like what's the difference between like pornography and art and all this stuff, and it's a ridiculous debate. But I guess it needed to be done. But someone just had like a great point. It's like I can't really define obscene obscenity or pornography, but I just know when I see it. Yes, it's like there's a difference between like yeah. a painting of a topless woman. Yes. It's like that's art. But then, like, porn, it's like, why is this not art? It's like, well, I can't really describe it, but I just know it's not. So, there you go. No, that's fair. And I think Floyd had a good point. And ultimately, like, he made my argument for me after I made his argument for him in that he said whether or not something is a hero movie depends entirely on how it is marketed. And you can watch any Harry Potter trailer – Clearly not a superhero movie. No, it's fantasy with, you know, whatever. Science fiction, etc. Yeah. yeah. But we're not here to talk about Harry Potter. Nope. We're here to talk about the movie that revived the hero genre after it was killed by Batman and Robin. Yes, that's funny because let me... You're on Bumble. That's right, <laughs> folks. Oh, when you, you travel... A, did you get a Bumble? Uh... They're trying to encourage me to try and get one. So, okay. you know what? I'm going to try. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is interesting. Yeah. So, Batman and Robin in 97. And think about how it is now. We had Spawn that came out right after that. Well, it was financially successful, but it wasn't like a big box office. Then you had yeah. Steel, which was a bomb, or Gasmo doesn't really count. Mask of Zorro, not your typical superhero movie. But it was very successful. It was, but not – most people wouldn't consider it. It, it, it falls under for us. Blade was successful, but not a typical superhero movie. I mean, it's more vampire but it is. I mean, it, it definitely is not Harry Potter. Yeah. Mr. Men was a bomb. Crow, Salvation, who cares? So, not a lot there. Plus, I mean, the fact that there was only one superhero movie in 1999 and it lost more money than any movie we've done, yeah. that's kind of amazing. And it's like, 
you can't even imagine a year. Even in the COVID year, we had more than one super. We had like yeah, somehow. Like, uh, well, let me take a look. In, we had in, in, Wonder in, Woman. Yeah, we had Wonder Woman. We had Bloodshot, uh, Birds of Prey, yeah. New Mutants. I mean, and that's in a year where yeah. like everything got delayed. And theaters are already open. They're not fully open, and we're still going to get Justice League. We're still going to get uh, yeah. Probably, well, they're probably still going to get uh, Black Widow at some point, I would assume. Yeah, I think they have to do Black Widow just for the time. Because you can't – if you're Marvel, you can't hold up the whole thing. Because if you hold up Black Widow, then you have to hold up everything behind it. Yeah, exactly. So, But yeah, I mean X-Men – look, this is the truth. This did kind of revive it. If X-Men was a flop – I mean, it's hard to say where we'd be now. I still think Avengers would have ever come out and yeah. everything, but it's like maybe Endgame doesn't come out till 2025. Yeah, maybe. Exactly, yeah. Maybe. But I'm also going to say this. This is phase two of the podcast. I'm not pulling punches anymore. I'm not grading on a curve. Special effects, I want pristine special effects now. I mean, I understand they're going to be there's going to be a little catching up to do before we reach current times. Yeah. But no more like, well, like Spawn, we gave a big pass on. Hell looked like hell. (laughs) And, you know, so I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to be nice anymore. The gloves are off. Mm -hmm. I'm no no longer grading on a curve. Enough is enough. It's time for a change. Exactly. And I'm going to be harsher on movies going forward. That being said, this was a good movie. So. Let's exactly. get into – oh, by the way, my history with it, my history with the movie, yeah. uh, I saw it in theaters, seen it several times, and I thought – I said last week I had I had it on DVD. I don't. Really? I have no – I did. I have no idea where it was, and I was like, huh, I have X2. I know nice. I have that because I pulled it out of the, the case. I'm like, okay, we're – this morning I had it. Maybe I sold it. I don't know, but certainly don't have X3, yeah. but – Yes, so I just pulled it up on Disney Plus. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've seen it a million times. It's all in the theater. Mm-hmm. But yes, facts and figures of the movie. So, budget seventy-five million. Box office two hundred and ninety-six point three million. And we are. Where does that put us at? Um, it is. Don't tell me. Okay, yeah, I did add it. Number five, profit of $221.3 million. Adjusted inflation is $336.2 million. Number five, only behind Batman the Mask, Superman, and Batman Forever. That's great, Andrew. I'm not shocked. I mean, this definitely won't qualify as a hidden gem because I assume the advertisement was definitely there. Yes. But still, still great profit for sure. And then critic, this was good. Critics, eighty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fans, eighty-three percent. So okay. right there, neck okay. and neck. Always yeah. good to see. Yeah. Oh God, there's a really big cast. Let's try and Let's try and keep narrow it down it. a little. Uh, yeah. Real quick, shout out uh, Tyler Maine as Sabretooth. He yeah. not only apparent, I think he wrestled a little bit in WCW as a, like a jobber, but also. For what it's worth, he did play Michael Myers in the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Yeah, and also a shout-out to Ray Park as Toad, who was also in the show Heroes, uh, which was really good. Really? Yeah. Oh, but for what it's worth, uh, Sabretooth and Toad both sucked, in my opinion. (laughs) Yes, this guy was a wrestler. His name was Big Sky. Big Sky. Well, it's Big Sky. And maybe he's the free agent that's going to show up at Revolution. Probably. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You know, the only reason I remember Big Sky is because he was back in the day. I used to buy uh, Wrestle Crap VHS tapes back when tape trading. Tape trading was so much <laughs> Wait, fun. You they sold Wrestle Crap in VHS form. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, and uh, so he was on there, and he wrestled this Indian. It was a really stereotypical Indian, more so than Tatanka, named yeah. Charlie Norris, who ended okay. up suing WCW over a stereotype. And Probably part he, of that Sonny Ono. Uh, yeah, possibly, awesome. but it was like Charlie Norris and Big Sky had this match that took like seven years, and it was it was back in like the nineties, and I'd never heard a boring chant from fans. 
And they did in this match. And I'm like, this is so boring. But I never thought fans of the early 90s did boring chants. Yeah, but, no, I thought that kind of happened when ECW got like... Yeah, but no, this, this had a boring chant. That, like, God, this was... it was, And it was. It was very boring. But, it, yeah. So, um, let's just hit the big ones real quick. Rebecca remains Stamos as Mystique. She had the... the uh, what was it like the makeup that took like forever to apply? Yeah, yeah. Um, but really, Talk. not Talk. not a whole lot. Yeah, really incredible. Yes. Um, the way they did this character. Mm-hmm. Um, she not only was a shapeshifter, she could fight really, really well. Yes. And um, you know, so kind of a shout out there. Um, all right, main characters. We have James Marsden as Cyclops. I love Scott Summers, dude. I love uh, James Marsden. I have an attachment towards him because he was born in Stillwater, Oklahoma. But, you know, Pokes Pokes allegiance aside, James Marsden was great in this. I, you know, you watch this and you feel, in, in my opinion, you should anyway, feel kind of bad for Scott Summers because he's he does nothing but help Wolverine. And Wolverine is a dick to him for most of the movie, and he tries to steal his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, he's great as Cyclops. This is a perfect casting decision. Yes. You know, you're going to hear this a lot with X-Men and a lot of the movies to come. But we said it about, uh, was it Danny DeVito as Penguin Mm -hmm. or John Leguizamo's Clown? home run casting decisions. Yes. And this is one of them, but this isn't even like the biggest home run casting decision in the movie. Um, then we have, we'll do Femka, J- Femka Jansen as Jean Grey, who I watched her recently in Rounders. Great movie. Okay. But okay. yeah, uh, again, great, um, great job here. Yeah. Looked the part, um, smart, well, smart character, but okay. also, um, I guess, I guess a badass, kind of. Yeah. yeah. But no Jenny Blake standard this week. Uh, closest would be her, but she's also a mutant, so sorry. Yeah. Uh, then we got Halle Berry as Storm, mm. and I have to say, mm. kind of wasted potential here. Yes, they, this was the big criticism of all the X-Men movies is they just never found like a great fit for Storm. Yeah. So I would say that would be the case here, but you know, she did good in the role, but it's yeah, just she the did script fine in the role, but there wasn't a lot of meat on the bone. Yeah. The script just never gave storm a whole lot to work with in any of these movies. And I don't know why, Yeah, but okay. Big three start with sir Ian McClellan McCallan. McCallan. Yes. As Magneto mm. big time home run. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, and I love, I loved his performance. But I've always loved, especially since I saw First Class, uh, I've loved the Magneto character because it tells you, like, yeah, of course he's a dick towards humans and just in general because he has seen the worst that humanity has to offer. Like yeah. He saw his mom killed in a concentration camp. So yeah, yeah. I Magneto is a great character. He's not. He's like a. Well, we'll get to him when I get to the, into the plot, but he, I mean, this was, it's kind of reminded me of the first two Batman movies where it's like, okay, we're going to try and make an actually good movie and we're going to cast really legit actors, yeah. which is what the first couple Batman movies did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is the new formula. This is what works now. This is what you should be doing. And this is kind of what Marvel looked at and was like, hey. If this works, let's do it. Let's 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 cast uh, you know uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man and mm-hmm. you know so forth. So yeah, this kind of was. I mean, Batman did it, and then they kind of lost their way. But then X Men was like perfected it, I would say. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, Magneto great in this role, and then maybe the biggest home run casting of the entire podcast, maybe. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I mean, 
this he was he was kind of an unknown, but like this made his career, and he just killed the role. He looks exactly like the guy, and not in like a goofy way, um, where some comics don't really translate well to the screen. But yeah. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. I mean, yeah. just perfect like there's no one else that can play him i don't want to see anyone else cast as him if, if disney does it keep him yeah <laughs> i mean it's one of those things like they're gonna recast wolverine because they have to you know i mean hopefully not. he played the role for 18 years i believe and i mean he played it well don't get me wrong but eventually you've got to move on and he's not getting younger. That's the thing. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but man, uh, just great, great work. And then if you would have asked anyone to cast professor X, they probably would have said Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And that would have been a good decision because again, he was great in this role. He was the perfect professor X so I thought that was a great casting decision. And for the second or so third time. The, the thing is, <laughs> we forgot someone, and we forgot them earlier. Yes. And we so we went over them, and we went over a good portion of the plot, just, just being completely honest with you guys. And then uh, we discover about halfway through the plot, right? So about 45 minutes into the movie, so to speak. Yeah. Um, we discover that the outlet in Eddie's hotel room was not charging his laptop. No, it's a bad outlet. Yeah. And my laptop been in my back seat all day, yeah. so it was not getting any juice. Mm-hmm. So it died on us, and we are here to tell you that we also forgot to mention Anna Paquin as Rogue. Yes. And uh, yeah, if we if we sound less enthusiastic, <laughs> I apologize. I just we've just talked about everything and I'm hungry and tired and Yeah. But I've been wanting to do this episode, so I'm really going to try. Exactly. But you could go to Crystal's, by the way. It's apparently like Black Castle. So if you like flyers, it's not a bad option. I'll find something. They've got a 7-Eleven. Got to be a late night place here in Jacksonville. For sure, for sure. Anna Paquin is rogue. thought she did a great job. Uh, Although her her character is different than her uh, comic book counterpart, Mm -hmm. which is I prefer the comic book. But uh, I don't mind him doing something different. Yeah. I thought it did good for what it was. And she played the role of angsty teen really well. Yes. And much better than, much better than say Kristen Stewart in Twilight, for example. I never seen him, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, not not good stuff. All right, let's try this again. Let's go to the plot. We open with Professor X explaining the theory of evolution, and every few hundred millennia, evolution leaps forward. And then we open in Poland in 1944. Mm -hmm. The Jews are being led into a Nazi concentration camp. And uh, who was there but one Eric Lenzer? Magneto. Yeah, Eric Lenzer. Yes. Magneto was there. Uh, He bent a gate. Yeah, so he got separated from his parents. And these people are trying to hold him back. And he reaches out. And the gate that they were behind just crumbles and yeah. is all destroyed. So badass. Yeah, it was a great open, a uh, great uh, way to showcase his power. Yeah. And like you had mentioned before, on their deleted... So many of these mutants, yes. be it Logan, be it Eric, be it Rogue, all kind of uh, experience tragedy with you know their first encounter with their powers. Yes, which gets us to Rogue. She's in her bedroom with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, planning some those kind of road two, trip. Of those something. two, they were about to get it on. Possibly. Yes. The parents downstairs, that's always a risky move. Of but, course, yeah. But yeah, so uh, maybe for the first time, at least the first time that her powers kicked in, mm-hmm. they kiss, and she... Uh, you know, she sucks his energy right out of him. Just right out of him. And uh, he ends up in a seizure, having a seizure in a coma. And we later learn that the dad, because this is this was in the comics, where the dad like flips out and he's like, "Get out of this house! No daughter of mine's a mutant." So, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Truly good stuff. 
And then we cut to the Senate, where Jean Grey is speaking in front of the Senate about Mutant Registration Act. Uh, she's against it. Senator Kelly is for it. And afterwards, Charles Xavier meets with Eric Magneto, and he tells him that, uh, you know, give humans a chance, and he is no longer interested in that. And mm. I love this because, well, two reasons. One, I like that Professor X and Magneto were friends before. That's great. And it's nice that they kept that in the movie, and he mm. wasn't just a random villain yeah. like in the, uh, the Pride of X-Men cartoon. Just generic evil guy. There's some depth to him. And then, because he's more of the Malcolm X and Charles Xavier is the Martin Luther King. And I mean, when you've seen The Worst of Humanity, it's kind of understandable. Yes. And then, but on the flip side, with the Mutant Registration Act, I, I mean, it's like, it, 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 like you can see both sides. Like you don't want... I mean, putting all these people on a list is, you know... Could lead to harassment. Yeah, bad slippery slope there. That's kind of what the Nazis did. It's exactly what the Nazis did. And it's it's not good. But on the flip side, it's like there are mutants who are really, really dangerous. And even though the politician was using the generic fear-mongering of this girl that walks through walls can walk into your house. But it's like there are dangerous mutants we see Magneto can take out an entire police force with very with ease. So <laughs> guns won't even do anything. Yeah, so it's like I could kind of see both sides of it, and it's like something should be done. It's not fair, but like if mutants were real, I mean, and if some of them were dangerous and so dangerous that guns couldn't stop them, yeah. that could be a problem. It seems like. It is an overreaction, but it seems there, there's reason behind it for sure. Yeah, it's not uh, it's not it's not the craziest uh, idea. No, I don't think. No. So Rogue is then uh, run away from home. She's hitchhiked up north to Canada. She's <laughs> at a bar, some underground fighting, and the champion is a guy named Wolverine. Introduction. To one of the longest-running characters, uh, played by the same actor over the longest period of time. Truly an icon. Loved him in The Greatest Showman, for what it's worth. <laughs> Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah, and uh, Swordfish. Yep. It's like his two non-Wolverine movies. <laughs> uh, so at the Prestige as well. Yes, so at the bar... Uh, he's, uh, the guy that lost to him earlier is like, Hey, I know what you are. No one can take a beating like that and get up. And oh, I missed the, on the news, there's a gathering of world leaders at Ellis Island. Which that will never come back into the movie. Again. Don't worry about it. Forget about it entirely. Yes. Uh, then we see the claws. So Wolverine busts out the claws on this dude. Right neck, like close to piercing his throat. Yeah, I thought they looked good. Yeah, they, they, for the time, they looked good. Yeah. Yeah. And so Wolverine, uh, rather Rogue, sneaks in the back of Wolverine's trailer. Uh, he he uh, stops his truck in the middle of the road, and then he senses her. He goes back, and he uh, tells her to get out, but get then changes his mind. He's like, where am I going to go? I don't know. Yeah, not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you don't know or don't care. Like, pick one. Pick one. <laughs> Uh, so they're driving along, and suddenly a tree falls into the road, and Wolverine flies out of the car. Uh, the camper catches fire. Wolverine is not attacked by Sabretooth, but he is saved by Storm and Cyclops, so yes. our intro to them. And then Sabretooth goes back to Magneto and says he wasn't able to bring back the mutant. Uh, cut to Jean Grey. By the way, uh, sorry to cut you off. Um, Sabretooth spends a good portion of this movie disappointing Magneto. He kind of does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Wolverine, uh, Jean Grey is checking on Wolverine at the medical bay, but he wakes up. He starts wandering around and uh, he ends up in Charles Xavier's office. He introduces him to Cyclops and Storm. And that's where we get the great line is, what do they call you, wheels? <laughs> and so he then uh, tells about uh, Magneto and he tells him, hey, if you stick around, um, you know, you can help figure out who you are. And he gives him, like, hey, 
give me 48 hours. I'll find out what Magneto wanted with you, and then we'll help you find out about your past. Yeah. And then he explains, like, hey, this is a school. We teach young mutants, you know, how to use their powers. And then we, we do meet uh, Bobby, a.k.a. Iceman, a.k.a. Yes. Lamplighter. Shout out Lamplighter. Yeah. Love it. 20 years younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Professor X, um, he tells uh, Wolverine now Magneto and him were friends, but they don't believe that humans and mutants can exist anymore. Or Magneto doesn't believe that. And then we cut to this helicopter and <laughs> the senator's aide, Henry Gyrick, uh, who was a pretty big villain in the comics and yeah. cartoon. He kind of sort of killed Professor X. He hits him with some weird psychic thing that scrambles his brain, puts him into a coma, and basically he'll never wake up on Earth. But he goes to the planet of his love interest from earlier in the series, Lalandra, and it's like, we... We have the technology to heal him, but it's a one-way trip. He's never coming back. Sorry, I just reminded of the $6 million man that we have the technology. Yes. Well, I mean, that's what it was. So, I mean, he didn't kill him, but he yeah. basically sent him away from Earth forever. One-way trip so in space, yeah. I mean, that's – that if you – if that's – that's kind of death, sort of. I mean, sort of. It may as well be. It's yeah. At least purgatory. Yeah, it's like when um, a couple years ago they did like a – open thing it's like hey if we did do a one-way trip to mars who'd be interested and like millions of people signed up which is crazy it's like it's like it is a one-way trip so all your friends and family should may as well consider you dead because you're never seeing them again not coming back so yeah no thanks for that i think i will pass that sounds like an elon musk idea I don't remember who it was, but it was a few years ago. I remember reading the the thing, and everybody was like, "Oh, this would be such a great honor." I'm like, mm, "Okay." It seems lonely and uh, so, depressing. I am so sorry to interrupt. Just a quick aside. Shout out to my uh, alma mater, Oklahoma Union High School. Their boys basketball team just qualified for the state title tournament. This is the, I believe third appearance that boys basketball program has made in school history so shout out to them congratulations but back to x-men oh, congrats yeah <laughs> uh yes yeah, so that's henry gyrick and uh so it's cool that they used him uh, even though it was just a throwaway character who's yeah. dead and i love it seemed like i don't know if you caught this but it seemed like in the back as senator kelly was talking uh it was, the background was out of focus but it seemed like you could see the eyes change color in the background which kind of signifies, oh, hey, Mystique's here. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, little small detail like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Toad is also the, the uh, helicopter pilot, so... Toad sucks, dude. <laughs> Senator Kelly. <laughs> like, I love... Um, I'm going to be honest, and I hate to be a dick, uh, Toad and Sabretooth may as well be Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> yeah, I love Ray Park, though. But yeah, yeah Toad, eh. Yeah. I mean, he did good as Toad, but Toad as a mutant character is not so, the greatest. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Um, I mean, at least Mystique's cool. Yeah, Mystique's very cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Senator Kelly kidnapped. Uh, back at the mansion, this is where we – they they're, uh, Charles is looking at the x-rays of Wolverine. He's like, you know, mutants experiments is not unheard of, but um, – you know, they see that he has a adamantium, which is indestructible metal, grafted to his skeleton. And he's like, I've never seen an experiment quite like this. <laughs> and this yeah. is where he suspects that maybe Magneto wasn't after Wolverine. I don't know. Because it's like, why would he have any use for this guy? He would, he could just crumple him and like. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so meanwhile, at uh, Magneto's lair, and this is. Yeah, this is actually where we left off. So, okay. <laughs> nice. We've, we've yeah. caught up with ourselves. Yeah. So Magneto's – well, one scene later. But uh, Magneto's lair, which we find out why he chooses a big giant cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mm-hmm. fires up this uh, machine yeah. and engulfs Senator Kelly with this big energy bubble. Has no effect on the mutants in the room. Nope. And then back at the mansion, Wolverine flirts with Jean and she – What a dick. Yes. He kind of is. I mean – Yeah. But she looks into his mind, sees bits of his operation, and then he's having night terrors later on that night. And Rogue goes in to check on him, and he's uh, she tries to wake him up, and this is where the computer crashed. I believe right as I was saying that, 
<laughs> because uh, maybe Rogue took the computer's power. I don't know. So he uh, he wakes up, stabs her right in the chest, Ooh, and yeah, uh, in order to save her own life, she steals his power. Uh, so yeah, her her power basically is uh, she can borrow a mutant's power for a brief period of time if she mm-hmm. touches them, but if it's a human, she just like sucks their yeah, energy. And if, she, and, and if she stays long enough, she's gonna kill that human. Yes, and uh, or that mutant as well. Yeah, and here's a, a fun fact that uh, I think would be cool that they would incorporate into the MCU, but probably won't. <laughs> uh, Rogue kills Captain Marvel. <laughs> Because in the comics, she can fly yeah. and has super strength, which she does not in this movie. Uh-huh. But she holds on to Captain Marvel for a really long time, yeah. and Captain Marvel dies. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they're going to kill her off anytime soon. I she makes a little too much money. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. But if she does. Plus, Brie Larson's a big YouTube star, man. She's got a million subscribers. I don't think she would appreciate being killed off. I don't think so. No, she is the most powerful Avenger. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's yeah. what she says. For uh, uh, you know, Chris Hemsworth says the opposite. But I mean, Vision's up there. He yeah. can pick up the hammer too. Vision. I got a problem with Paul Bet- Bettany. I-, I found out that apparently uh, he's been married to my girl for the past seventeen years. So that kind of sucks. Uh, um, Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Old Jenny Blake. That's, that's too bad. That is too bad. I agree. Right. I didn't even have a chance. I was only nine at the time. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. Got, he got there first. He sure did. All right. So now we are in new territory. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm sorry if we phoned that in, but it's... We didn't. We, did, we don't I thought this in, man. We, we put in so much effort. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was, too. I loved it. I mean, take one was better, but I mean, course, it was a good know. take, two. Yeah, a great take, too. So back at Magneto's, we see Senator Kelly has apparently... Turn into a mutant. Slug. His power is like Rubber Man. Yes, there we go, Rubber Man. <laughs> he just he can walk through. Uh, he can like bend through uh, prison bars and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so he kind of like falls out of his prison. He's clinging to the side of this cliff, and uh, I love Magneto. He's like, "Who's going to take you in?" Like the doctors, they won't help you, and like the people you hate. You're a mutant, just like yeah. us. He's like, "You're one of the Brotherhood." <laughs> And uh, and Sabretooth, he like grabs onto his sleeve, but then his sleeve, it was like his hand turns to sludge and like it slips through his hand. Yeah. So uh, Sabretooth once again fails Magneto. Yeah, that's all Sabretooth does in this, man. He fails so hard. Although that was that was tricky. Yeah. That was a tricky to. It is tricky to rob Ryan for sure. So. Um, he falls out of the prison into the water. He washes up on the shore. Where, uh, he's naked. Yeah, he is naked. And uh, Stan Lee is buying a hot dog. I, how did I miss that, man? I don't know. That's our <laughs> second Stan – or no, our first Stan – In order, our first Stan Lee yes, cameo. Yes, our, our first Stan Lee cameo. Like the first one we talked about was from Citizen Toxie. Yes. As so the narrator. That's, our, that's a trivia question. Yep. If, what was Stan Lee's second cameo? Yep. Citizen Toxie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, uh, Kelly, he sees on the news on the hot dog stand about the Ellis Island. Yeah. So I'm guessing he was supposed to be there. I suppose, I would assume. Uh, so back at the school, Iceman tells Rogue, Professor X, he is furious that you used your powers on another mutant. You can't you do to, that. You need to leave. Yeah, and she does. <laughs> and uh, as, as she leaves distraught, we see the yellow eyes. Yeah. It was just Mystique dressed as Lamplighter. By God, it was John Stamos' wife the whole time. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. So Wolverine then lets Professor X know Rogue is gone, and then we meet Cerebro. Ooh, yes, yeah, yeah. So Professor X fires up Cerebro. Big-ass computer room. Yeah, I I, I liked how they portrayed Cerebro in this movie, because in the cartoon it's just like, a big monitor on a wall yeah, and you just be, hook up your helmet to it. I was going to say, it's going to be kind of hard to portray that, you know? So Yeah, I feel like it needs like a big satellite dish type feel, which this was. So basically he can locate any mutant with this, except Magneto, who's found a way to block his power or his, his machine because Magneto helped him design it. So he wouldn't know how to shield from it. That's why he picks his cave kind of like a cell phone signal when you go through a tunnel that type of deal so yeah. 
And that's also why he wears his helmet, because uh, Professor X can't get in. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I get it, for sure. He should require all... I never understood why Magneto never required all of his henchmen to wear helmets. That, it would, especially because, I mean... It would come in handy later. Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. So, um, so, yeah, he fires up Cerebro, and uh, he sees rogues at a train station. Uh, so Storm and Cyclops are sent to go after Rogue, but Wolverine, he goes out too. He steals Cyclops' motorcycle. Yes, he steals his motorcycle. And he finds Rogue. He seems confused by the reason that she's leaving, because yeah. it doesn't make sense to her. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Mystique breaks into Cerebro. Since it's activated by a retinal scanner, she changes her eye real quick. Uh, she actually succeeds, whereas Sabretooth and Toad do not. But she is very successful. So she uh, goes into Cerebro, puts some weird, nasty liquid into the machine. Yeah. And uh, so back on the train, Wolverine convinces Rogue to go back to the school. Mm-hmm. And elsewhere in the train's terminal, Storm and Cyclops are attacked by Sabretooth and Toad. And Magneto goes up against Wolverine, or sorry, Magneto goes after Wolverine and Rogue. Wolverine obviously has no shot against Magneto <laughs> with his skeleton and being metal. Yeah. So Magneto just sends him away. And we learn that Magneto was not after Wolverine, but he was actually after Rogue this whole time. Yeah, because, I mean, she has, like, as far as if she were a villain, the human populace would be screwed. Let's be honest here. Yeah, she's uh, she's powerful. Yeah. But doesn't realize it yet. Exactly. So Magneto, he kidnaps Rogue. And outside the train station, we get one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Probably a favorite scene. Um, the Magneto and all the mutants are met with this huge police force. Magneto then, and I still remember this from the trailer, he lifts up these two car two police cars and drops them on two other police cars. And then he turns all the police officers guns against them. Yes. And he cocks all the, you know, the guns. Yeah. And then suddenly Sabretooth grabs Magneto by the neck. Yeah. And he immediately knows that's professor X yeah, taking over Sabretooth. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, release me Charles. And then he fires one bullet at mm-hmm. one of the officers, but it doesn't penetrate his head. It's just like kind of spinning around. It's like trying to go in there. Yes. He's holding it, but it's hard. And it was stopped by storm. Well, it was stopped by Magneto. He was oh. just like, oh, I'll man. let loose. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had another great line where he's like, he cocks all the guns and he's like, let go, Charles. I can't hold them all. Yes, yes, that was very good. That was very good. <laughs> He's like, I won't be able to stop them all, yeah. which is good. So, uh, Sabretooth lets go, and again, bumbling Sabretooth. <laughs> <laughs> not that that was his fault. No, not really. None of it's his fault. He's just bad luck. He looks like a, a putty. Yeah. So, yeah, he lets go, and he's like, well, Charles, that's why you're you're weak. You're unable to make the sacrifices. And then Magneto and his crew leave. Yeah, sure enough. So Wolverine is offered to join the X-Men, but he declines. <laughs> and then Senator Kelly shows up on the doorsteps of uh, the X-Mansion. And yes. Senator's taken to the medical bay, and Professor X reads his mind and sees the machine that Magneto has turned Kelly into a mutant. But he also sees that after the machine shuts off, Magneto is very weakened. And he said it almost killed him. The machine was so powerful because he uses magnetic. uh, Basically, he uses magnetic fields to speed up a person's. um, What was it like? um, The radiation in your blood or uh, DNA. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how he does it. But it almost kills him because it takes a lot of power just to do one guy so imagine an entire island of people would take a lot of power it would definitely kill them so professor x tells the x-men that the machine yeah that's i wrote it down i don't know why it generates radiation that activates the mutant cells in your body Uh, but senator kelly's body is rejecting the mutation so magneto does not know this and they figure out that the reason magneto took rogue 
is so that he can transfer his power to her yeah. so she can power the machine and that she can uh, turn all the world leaders into mutants and then it will kill her, yeah. not him. Exactly, yeah. Very clever. I mean, you know what? Like, some of you may die, but that's a sacrifice that Magneto is prepared to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so down in the basement, we get Storm's... One of her few things that she gets to do in the movie, which is watch the senator die. Yeah. Uh, she's with Senator Kelly. He kind of begins to melt into a puddle of water. But before he dies, he's kind of revealed that he's changed his mind about mutants. He's like, you know, they're not so bad. and I don't hate you guys anymore. And then he explodes. Yeah. So Professor X then goes to Cerebro um, he, to find Rogue again. But the machine malfunctions from Mystique's poison water or whatever and uh, knocks Professor X out. He's in a coma or something. Yeah. Gene uh, fixes the machine, but Professor X is in rough shape. And Gene, who earlier in the movie had said that she's not strong enough to use the machine, she tries it out. Uh, it weakens her, but she does locate where Magneto is going. Smart, by the way. Really smart. Yes. And... She figures out they're going they're on a boat to Ellis Island, and Magneto tells Rogue uh, her sacrifice will lead to our survival. Yes. Basically the same thing that Lord Farquaad's in. Yes. And then back at the mansion, Cyclops get everyone, gets everyone in the Blackbird. They formulate a plan with these crazy special effects of the metal city rising up from the... Whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know, it was kind of cool. Yeah. And then we get the line uh, that a lot of people complained about. The Wolverine complaining about the leather, the black leather. <laughs> and then Cyclops saying, would you prefer yellow spandex, which is what he had in the cartoon. Oh, no, that's going to upset some purists. Well, I mean, there's two schools of thought. Yeah. It's like you can look at it like. In the movie Phantom, I thought he looked kind of goofy, yeah. even though that's how he looked. Can't yeah. really fault him for doing something exactly how it should look. On the flip side, it's like, hey, the Marvel movies have made like Captain America look cool and, and such, so it's possible. Yeah. I don't suggest yellow spandex, but maybe they could figure out something yeah. for the reboot that will inevitably come. So. We'll see. But I think for the time, black leather was, was fine. It was very tactical. Yeah, absolutely. So in the gift shop of the Statue of Liberty, which I don't even know if you can get on that island anymore. I don't think so. Pretty sure you can. Yeah. So it was a, pre-911. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so uh, the uh, the statue uh, – um, I do love when Wolverine goes through the metal detector and then it goes off for him and then he gives Cyclops the finger with his one claw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, they are attacked by Mystique and Toad. Mystique and Wolverine have actually a pretty good fight scene. Yeah. And I love when Wolverine just like knocks off her fake claws and she just yes. you see Hugh Jackman scream like a girl. <laughs> that was pretty good, yeah. That was pretty good. But yeah, and then um, Maybe my least favorite moment of the movie is where Storm shoots Toad out of the building. He clings onto the railing with his tongue, and then she asks, oh do God. you know what happens to a Toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else, and then zaps him with a bolt of lightning, which I guess kills him because we don't see him anymore. Yeah, Storm murdered him. Yeah, I always thought... I thought I remember watching that the first time when she said that, and I'm like, "Oh, is there going to be some kind of interesting animal fact?" Yeah. And it's like, no, no he's dead. it's just something stupid. It's a weird setup for sure, yeah. And there is a line when Scott and Storm go to uh, Wolverine that I'm going to use at the end of the episode, so we can, you know, and I'll need your participation on that as well. All right, I'll try. All right, I'll try. All right. So. Yes, so she zaps him. He's gone. Uh, Mystique, as Storm, is then stabbed by Wolverine. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's like, oh, great guesswork there, Wolverine. <laughs> oh, he could smell. Oh, that's fair. That is yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, however, then Magneto traps X-Men inside of this uh, part of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. 
And Cyclops is like, Storm, blast him. And he's like, oh, a lot. Lane Bolton, a giant copper conductor. Like, yeah. I thought you worked at a school. That is that is hilarious. Yeah, I thought you worked at a school. And then, um, yeah, he takes Cyclops' visor so Cyclops can not use his power. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can. It just would go everywhere. Yeah, exactly. As we saw in the train station, yes. uh, he needs that visor. And then they inform Magneto that Senator Kelly has died. Magneto doesn't really seem to care. He's like, well, either way, I'll win. And then he gives a speech about the people down there who control their fate and the fate of every other mutant. And then Wolverine calls him a coward. He's like, if you were so righteous, it'd be you up in that thing. And then Magneto just looks at him and just floats away. Yeah, exactly. He's like, like, well, he's right, but I don't care. I need to be alive to lead this movement. Exactly, yeah. So... Um, he trapped them all in a pretty clever way. Uh, Wolverine, he trapped them with his claws pinned to his chest. Yep, yep. And the only way Wolverine was able to break out is how he did, which was stabbing himself yeah. to break the locks behind him. Yeah, that's hardcore. Yeah. And he makes his way up to the crown of the Statue of Liberty to battle Sabretooth because the machine is in the torch. Yep. And, you know, they have a pretty good fight up there. Meanwhile, Magneto, because he, hey, he wanted Sabretooth up there to help him. He's like, I'll be weak when I transfer my powers. Yeah. So Sabretooth is up there. He's fighting off Wolverine. Magneto, he touches Rogue and gives her her power, gives her his powers. Yes. And uh, Wolverine, Sabretooth still battling into the room where the X-Men were trapped. Wolverine gives Cyclops his visor and uh, Jean, like, Moves it over with her telekinesis to his face. <laughs> yeah. Blast Sabretooth, um, who I guess is dead. And now this whole movie, he never recognized his old friend, Wolverine, <laughs> from all those times they spent together. And yeah. they never recognize each other. With I know. Uh, I feel like they never thought when they made this movie that they were going to delve into that story. So, yeah, it's uh, fair enough. They uh they probably should have had yeah, a yeah. little bit of foresight. Yeah, yeah. But that's you know, whatever, it happens. Yeah. So Gene levitates Wolverine to the machine as a rogue is generating the energy field. Uh it's getting pretty big. Yeah. It's about to engulf Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. And Wolverine tries to save her. I don't but Magneto stops him because it's Wolverine and he's metal. Yeah. And then Cyclops blasts Magneto in the back and Rogue is saved and the energy bubble vanishes. So Magneto or uh, sorry, Rogue is badly weakened. (laughs) So Wolverine again gives her his power and she wakes up and elsewhere medics are checking in the gift shop and they're like, Hey, this one's still alive. And it's a security guard with the same stab wounds that Mystique had. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's back or she's back. Uh Oh, looks like you got a, yeah, okay. uh, I don't know. Cleaning program. Might need to take care of that, sir. Probably don't, but... Yeah, I think you're good. So, Professor X, he wakes up, and Wolverine is also awake, and uh, he hits on Jean again, but uh, she's just not really that into him, still. Kind of, but not really. And Professor X tells Wolverine about an abandoned military compound in Canada. It's like, you might find some answers there. Mm-hmm. Then we see uh, Senator Kelly's on TV, except we know who it really is. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I was wrong about mutant registration. And this part was goofy. Like his eyes glow on TV. And yeah, it's like, exactly. you don't think anyone watching at home would have been like, Hey, it's like, well, you don't think the X-Men are watching? Yeah. The X-Men or just any person like, Hey, how come that guy's eyes just turned yellow? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I, I I didn't think that part was necessary. It's like, thank you, movie. We saw the guy die. We know who that really is. You don't have to, like, spell it out for us. Exactly. It's kind of insulting. Yeah. But not a big deal. Yeah. Um, and then it's like... Uh, uh, so, yeah, everyone is watching... Yeah, every, I, I wrote in the notes, everyone watching, it's like, why the hell did his eyes glow? Yeah. Also, here is another bit of an Easter egg. Uh, you can hear in the background the news guys say, Henry Gyrick, the senator's aide, was found mauled by a bear. <laughs> so it's safe to assume Sabretooth probably killed him, I would yeah, say. That makes sense, yes. 
So yeah. he's dead. Uh, uh, Magneto said, uh, oh yeah, Magneto had said he died earlier. And then, uh, so Wolverine says goodbye to Rogue. Professor X and meets Magneto in his new plastic prison. Yeah, I love that. No metal bars, none of that. No, just all plastic walls, the plastic wheelchair to get in. Yeah. And, sense. you know, he tells Charles, you think this prison's going to hold me forever? He's like, well, uh, I'll always be there, old friend. Yeah. So well, there's something, because Magneto earlier on in the movie says, why do you ask uh, ask questions to which you already know the answer? And Charles turns that back on him at the end. Yes. Good catch. Yes. But yeah, they were playing chess with plastic pieces, of course. Yes, of course. Uh, Great so, stuff. Yeah. He's like, well, I'll always be there, old friend. Mm-hmm. And no end credits. Yeah, so uh, as it turns out, the first in credits scene we have ever, ever had, Citizen Toxie. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, and my computer crashed. I missed my spreadsheet. Let me pull no, that back no, up. Oh, no, we missed it. Let me pull that back up so I can add the ratings. Yep. I don't even remember where I saved it. Come on, Eddie. I'm, I'm dying to tell the people what I thought of this. Oh, there it is. There we go. We're almost Recent there. Files load up. We're almost there. Oh, man. Nice Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. Yep. And now we're loading. Yep. We're getting Taking there, folks. It. Folks, I know you love this. This is uh, thrilling audio. I'm aware of that. Listen, I didn't ask for any of this. This <laughs> is all the computer's fault. Yep. Oh, there it is. I blame DoorDash for not taking forever to get my pizza as Thank well. For recovery. Okay. X-Men. Zero out of ten, because I changed the scale a couple weeks ago. What do you give it? Oh, what do I give this? Yeah. I actually would give this 8.5 out of 10. This was amazing. Uh, again, could have given more to Storm. Um, that weird light. And I know it's just a little hint toward a sequel with uh, Mystique at the end. But that was a touch insulting. Um, so not a perfect movie, but eight and a half. And that's no slouch for sure. Yeah, you know, I watched it and eight and a half was sounded perfect to me mm-hmm. uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, and you mentioned them, the couple little, I mean, it could have been a little bit better. But as far as the movie to lay the groundwork, for a, a franchise, I thought it did a great job of that. Definitely revived superhero movies, like we said. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this was a if this had lost money or if this sucked, it's like, man, I wonder where we'd be. Because yeah. I mean, going through the list, you know, we had says and Toxie again, doesn't really count. Yeah. Unbreakable, not your typical superhero movie. Yeah. Pootie Tang, definitely not your typical superhero movie. Yeah. Blade Two, it is, but it's a little on the fringe, sort of. Yes, yeah. We're not getting another major... So, 2002, Spider-Man. yeah, which is two years from now. The first one so, I saw in theaters. Yes, yeah, so we're still... Hollywood's still kind of, like, dipping their toe in the superhero water. Mm-hmm. But when this was a success, yeah. then we're going to start seeing the flood, the floodgates open. Yeah. And we are, let's see, countdown to MCU. We've got Citizen Toxie. Unbreakable, Pootie Tang, Blade 2, Spider-Man, Daredevil, X2, and then yeah, Hulk. Like a million. Okay, yeah, Hulk. Yep. Hulk, we are, yes. what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, Wouldn't seven Daredevil, weeks away. Daredevil technically the No. Daredevil's Fox. Oh, pardon me. Pardon me. Hulk. So seven episodes until the start yeah. of the MCU, which starts with Hulk, which yes. most people probably forget. I, I can understand. But hey, second appearance of Jenny Blake, or pardon me, uh, Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, we'll see like. how she does. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, eight and a half. I thought, yeah, uh, it's good. It's a good start to the X-Men. And it was a good episode to review mm-hmm. in person. Absolutely. Big, big time episode. Yep. So next week, Citizen Toxie, which we've already done, mm-hmm. but you don't know that. Yeah, you don't. And you can check it out on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm pretty uh, sure that's it. That, that, yeah. Uh, after that, we've got Unbreakable, which you can watch on 
I watched it on. I watched on Cinemax. I watched it on Google Play. For like so four dollars, probably. Yeah. You yeah. can, yeah. It's 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 Cinemax, or you can rent it at mm-hmm. you know YouTube, Google, iTunes, whatever. That'll drop on the twenty fourth of March, and just to wrap March up. Pootie Tang will be dropping. Where you can watch that, I don't quite remember. Um, it was at the very least. I assume you can rent it somewhere. Yeah, I haven't looked yet, but that'll be the next one we actually record because we have two in the in the bag. Yes, we are ahead. We are well ahead, and yeah. I think we may even record that later this week. Maybe. So that'll be three podcasts in like a week and a half. Actually. Five, now that I think about it, because we just did Hardly Heroes. We're probably going to do a special tomorrow night, uh, March 7, after Revolution. Yeah, which I kind of suspect might be our highest downloaded episode. Highly highly possible. Just when I put in the hashtags and everything, Uh I think uh, then it's like, hey, we were here. We're not going to... You know, you can listen to post wrestling. You can listen to Observer. You can listen to well, you can listen whatever. To you can listen to people who were there. Yes, exactly. And that the popular thing that Bruce Prichard likes to say, "Well, I was there. I was there. Well, we yeah, were there. Yeah, we were so, there." And we I there. think hopefully we'll get John on we so he there. can talk to us about the TV uh, and, portion of it. Yeah, and we were there when Big Sky was the Hall of Fame worthy <laughs> signing. <laughs> Oh, Big Sky Montana. Yes. Hey, he did. He did uh, act uh, opposite Rob Van Dam, John Cena, oh. in one of the worst movies I've ever seen in the theater, Playing with Fire. Well, he was also in Black Mask Two, City of Masks, yep. which is bad, as mentioned. Uh, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies. Yeah, as... Rob Van Dam was in it, and the villain, the dude, I can't remember his name. He was the Jigsaw Killer, and he's one of the villains in. Yes, Tobin Bell. He's the villain in that. (laughs) So bizarre. Uh, We reviewed it for um, my wrestling podcast. I did. I think all those episodes are gone because my lap that laptop did crash and it's 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 completely. We nearly lost this one on the trip too. That would have been tragic for sure. Yeah, I I I I no sold it, but when that crashed, I'm like, he was worried. I I was, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to find a Best Buy and just buy a laptop tomorrow (laughs) because like. I mean, we're here. Yeah. We got to record this stuff, and like, yeah. I really want to do the AEW thing tomorrow. And like, if this is just completely dead, and then I had the idea, like, this light's not working. It's plugged into the outlet. Yeah. What if? And thankfully, days in, your crappy outlet uh, was the salute. Well, the problem ain't the solution, because <laughs> yes. if your outlet worked, this wouldn't have never happened. Okay, I'm hungry. Let's do the end quote. All right. So I'm going to need your assistance here. You will play the role of Scott Summers. I will play the role of Wolverine. And uh, I think you know where to go with this. Uh, I think I need to start us off. Um, <clears throat> hey, it's me. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm trying to even remember. Oh, move it. Prove it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Let's try that again. Hey, it's me. Prove it. You're a dick. I think it's just fair enough. <laughs> uh, goodbye, folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Don't get it twisted. This rush is mine. Mother start of game. What you heard is what you hearing. It's what you hearing, listen. It's what you hearing, listen. It's what you hearing, listen. X go give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door, it's real. With the non-stop pop out and stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make a mother wonder if you did it. Damn right, and I do it again. Cause yeah. I am like so I got to win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with, I'll break who you sending me. You motherfucker never wanna nothing but your life saved. That's on a light day, I'm getting down. Down like it said freeze. But won't be the one ending up on his knees. Please, if the only thing you can't steal was came out the play, stay out my way. Motherfuckers, we gonna rock, do we gonna roll? Do we let it pop?
to me. Every time I turn around, cats got their hands out, wanting something from it. I ain't got it, so you can't get it. Let's leave it at that, cause I ain't with it. Hit it with full strength. I'm a jail, so I face the world like a girl in the bullpen. You against me, me against you. Whatever, whatever you gon' do, I'm a wolf in sheep clothing. Only that you know who can chill. Come back and get the streets open. I've been doing this for 19 years. Wanna fight me? Fight these kids. I put in work and it's all for the kids. But these cats done forgot what work is. They don't know who we be looking. They don't know who they see. First we gonna rock, then we gonna fall. Then we let it pop, don't let it go. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya. First we gonna rock, then we gonna fall. Then we let it pop, don't let it go. Uh, he gon' 